For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome back, Zero to 60, Brewmeistus, Matt McChesney. Matt, Monday. how are you? It, I'm awesome. How are you? It is Monday. It is Monday. Thanks for reminding me. It's Super Bowl week. Great week. It is a great week. I'm excited. And then we go to purgatory and there's no football for six months. And that sucks, but it's okay. It's mm, okay. What fills the time between Super Bowl and training camp? Uh, well, Andre Duke's got an idea. This could fill the time. We'll Chicago backhand. No. Um, the Nugs. And the apps are both good here in Denver, so that'll fill some of the time. But, you know, draft coverage and the offseason is always fun to talk about all-time greats. You know, we're talking about the Pro Bowl today or the lack thereof. And on Coach JB's show this morning, just talking about where Mahomes fits on, like, the Mount Rushmore multiple Super Bowl winners. You were trying to convince me not too long ago that Patrick Mahomes was in the same ranking as Tom Brady. Okay, but... So let's let's talk about rankings. Look, Tom Brady's obviously the number one player and quarterback of all time. No one's debating that. Could Mahomes catch him? If anybody can, he can. All right. But at the same time, we've seen other quarterbacks come into the league. Troy Aikman did it, you know, came in, won three Super Bowls, played for 12 years, didn't really go back, you know, to the same kind of prominence, although they made this the playoffs a couple of times. I think Patrick Mahomes is special. Now, Coach JB hates that. <laughs> I don't think he can play at all. I think you respect the greatness of him, right? Like, you understand what you're looking at. Sure. Although, I think a lot of it is painted with, and I've got orange-colored glasses on half the time. So, when I'm having a conversation with Patrick Mahomes and we want to talk about the bare bones what he's been able to achieve in six years starting in the league it's really hard to deny it would be haterade if i was just like yeah hasn't really done enough to convince me but i'm <laughs> i'm just it sounds ridiculous i know but it, it's the nfl is a lot of what have you done for me lately so i yeah. would just caution that before anyone starts throwing his name on the best to ever do it that we see how the rest of his career plays out he still he'll still be up there Obviously, but I, I agree with JB that he shouldn't be uh, carved into the side of uh, the Mount Rushmore for anyone. Also, I hate that, too, because you have to separate eras in football. You you can't compare uh, 30 years ago to today. Well, it just, it's the same game. It's, it's just not a the same game. physical back then. No, the game has been in the last, I don't know, decade, started to adapt and evolve where it's uh, passer happy. It's all about the quarterback. There's a lot of what defenses and secondaries can't do because you have to protect players. Okay, so so the, the game has changed. The game may have changed from a rules perspective. That's true. But do you think a guy like Roger Staubach, not to, you know, I know that he's in the 70s and you got to go back on Google and watch him. Do you think he could play in this today's era? Because I do. I think Mahomes could go back to that era and thrive because they're just good football players. Roger Staubach would kill it in this era. That guy was the original 
scrambling man happy quarterback he was what Mahomes is he revolutionized the position but you're talking about a player who played outside the means of what was expected out of the quarterback position That's in that true. era so you know isn't Mahomes doing that now too yeah but I think that if you took like a uh shoot I don't even know who to throw in that but if you took a non-pocket passing quarterback and tried to throw them into the 70s football I I just fail to see how a lot of that would align, but I, I don't know. It is They're, very look. They played within the structure of the offense back then. Very few teams had offensive coordinators. For, like a lot of those quarterbacks called their own offenses at the line. So you know, yeah, you, you make a good point that there's a lot of change. Obviously, that I think it's gotten easier to play the position because of the rules and the fact that there's offensive coordinators now and stuff compared to some of the seventies teams, Terry Bradshaw called his own offense a lot of times. So look, yeah, I you, just want to point out, I wasn't even alive in the seventies. Yeah, so well, it's a moot point. to shit. Look, eras are important. Obviously that's what this, the game is built on the history of the NFL, the history of football is so important to football. Yeah. and all sports just because it's you know it's what you compare yourself to i think mahomes is great i watch him and i see a guy who can elevate regardless of stats um and his stats are there you know it, it's it, he's won this year with nobody other than other than Kelsey and pacheco who is a seventh rounder and came out of you know and took the job from a first rounders and edward edwards Alaire. the rice kid is a rookie you know, a lot of the guys last year that were prevalent in the, in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, Kadarius Tony, he's, you know, pretty much dummied his way out of the lineup. You don't get to play anymore if you can't line up off sides, Demi. So, you know, like he does it with just guys. And that, now that is very Brady-esque. And you, you know, he had an elite player in Tyreek Hill. Brady had an elite player in Randy Moss, but they never won Super Bowls with Randy Moss or Wes Walker. Those teams didn't win Super Bowls. Brady won with David Patton and, like, Troy Brown and shit and, you know, just an, an array of different players at that position. So, Deion Branch. So, it, those guys aren't elite talents, but they were perfect for the system. And Mahomes just elevates everybody, and he's – I'll tell you this. If he's winning three out of four, and he's got four Super Bowls in six years, and – no offense to everybody, but I don't think the Chiefs are going to slow down. The division they play in, they're definitely winning that division next year. Harbaugh is going to have like a year or two to get that team right. The Raiders, we'll see what they do under Pierce. They need a quarterback. And, you know, Bobby Yaga can only do so much. And then the Broncos, we'll see what they do, but they're in rebuild mode. They're, they're not like – I have no faith in the Broncos to make the, the playoffs next year. I mean, give me a break. So, they're going to win the division again next year. They're going to have a home playoff game again next year. It's not like – unless he gets hurt, it's not as if he's not going to destroy the AFC West for years to come. So, I, I guess my thing is, at what point – is everybody okay with him being on the Mount Rushmore? Because I think you don't decide that until the end of your career. Okay. Well, then there's that's there's a benchmark. When, he's <laughs> I done, think when his to... career's over, yes, 
then we can decide if he should be on the Mount Rushmore. You have to take a whole picture of okay. it. Otherwise, you we can't talk about him. In Otherwise, you're like throwing Joe like Black. Years I'm not the one who brought it up. It well, was all I had man. to listen to this morning. Well, yeah, but it's look, Patrick Mahomes and the way that he plays is revolutionizing the game. And it's Fair. making it's making people want to try and find that guy in front offices. Kids want to be 15. That's just the way it is. Is it sustainable though? Because we've seen that hypermobile quarterbacks like that are not yeah, able man. to he's mobile in the pocket. He's not necessarily a run first guy. He's made some great runs. But like if you look at I love the NFL top ten list. Like I can literally watch that all fucking day if you put it on all day. I just record all of them that I can. I love watching them. And it's essentially just history of the game. And they have the top 10 mobile quarterbacks of all time. And number 10 on that fucking list, okay, is Dan Marino. All right? Now, Dan Marino, you wouldn't think as a mobile quarterback at all. He was a statue. But he manipulated the pocket with his feet, how he climbed the pocket and everything he did. He, he revolutionized the way the pocket was manipulated for quarterbacks. And he was a play extender. Yeah. Exactly. That's what well, that's what Mahomes, Mahomes is the ultimate play extender. So... I don't know. I'm excited to watch the Super Bowl. I am praying to the god of skinny fucking punks that uh, San Francisco wins this game, and we'll make our predictions as the week goes on. On Wednesday, we got Eric Weddle on, who's a Super Bowl champion. On Thursday, we've got Coach Bill uh, Beatenbaugh from Oklahoma, who is, in my opinion, the best offensive line coach in college football. He's going to be on and talk about Creed Humphreys and Trent Williams, both Oklahoma guys playing in the Super Bowl. He's got Josh Bates at his, you know, on, on his offensive line out there, who's proud Dungeon family. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pride in there, and, and those guys getting to play on opposite sides. And then uh, we're trying to get Mike Pinnell on this week. Mike played at Grandview, his proud Dungeon family back in the Super Bowl with Kansas City uh, after re-signing with them. So he'll, he'll be on. And then I got to mention this, but Ryan Jensen just retired. As we get into the Pro Bowl, he made a Pro Bowl in his career, just retired after 12, 13 years, watching the video that he posted of his Pro Day, and I'm out there holding the bag as he's running through it, and now the baby face Ryan Jensen, and now, you know, over $100 million in earnings and a Super Bowl trophy and Tom Brady's best friend and all this other bullshit. That's why we grind. So it's pretty cool to uh, to, to have Ryan on this week as well, who's also won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. So we'll have him on to talk about his career and everything else uh, at some point this week as well. So we've got a lot of shit going on this week, so just to say the least. I want to talk about the Pro Bowl though. Can I get? Can I? Can I do something real quick though? Because I forgot. Do whatever you want. <laughs> we've already established that. That is how this ship runs. Uh, I got to get to our title sponsor because I didn't throw it there at the top of the show because we were having a good conversation. But obviously sponsored by Bet Online. It's playoff time, and the usual suspects are heading to Vegas for the championship. Our partner Bet Online is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of Gatorade. I want to get that bet in by the end of this week. So we we need to make those bets. BetOnline is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head on to BetOnline, join today, get in on all the action. BetOnline, the game starts here. Uh, Matt wants to talk about the Pro Bowl, which I think is hilarious because I don't even know for how long that he's been shitting on this competition, that it's a bad thing for football and the NFL is shameful for having the Pro Bowl be tug of war and and flat honestly I'm, I'm surprised shameful did not come out of your mouth but you have been very 
uh, stubborn in the idea that anything outside of what the traditional Pro Bowl used to look like was a waste of everyone's time. And I kid you not, it was the topic of conversation all day until the game started. And I've seen this man smile and enjoy flag football. So go ahead and... All right, look. Was the flag football part, I guess, if it's on? Yeah, it was on, and we did watch it, and it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. But it, <laughs> at the same time, I know I'm going to sound so old when I say that. I, I revert back to watching the Pro Bowl when it actually meant something and guys played. And I don't ever remember anybody really getting that hurt. I remember Robert Edwards getting hurt playing beach volleyball, beach football. Well, you didn't even allow me to have my objection to that. Is that why would you put yourself out there playing a competitive game well, on the offseason? They just... I mean, you told me yesterday the winner makes how much money for that bullshit? Eighty-eight thousand. Eighty-eight thousand dollars to do tug of war. Not I know only these guys don't need eighty-eight thousand bucks, but I mean, it's it's a bonus for making the pro bowl. It's pretty cool. I mean, you want to win the other, and the losers get forty-four. Yeah. And well, I mean, you want me to get behind this? Like everybody <laughs> wants fat guys to get behind fucking fantasy football. And there's, I mean, the centers out there couldn't even pick up blitzers because they can't do anything but snap and stand there. That sucks. That sucks, man. It's not you, that. It's it, not. No, like the big guys are all are doing tug of war and shit. It's cute in between quarters. That's I wonder what cute. the That's rules are if you dog. could like turn and just catch a pass. What the center? Yeah, after snapping the ball. <laughs> I mean, when you run down the field, if he's behind the the ball, can you pitch it to him? I don't that see why not. Cool, but what the? I mean, it's just it's just like fantasy football to me. I can't get with it because there's no big guys on the fucking field. I know, but it's not a like if that's your one thing that of you're upset about. Well, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm a bit. I'm a large person, so large people that play this game, you, I guess they don't need us in fantasy football. You don't need us. They needed football, you for the pull. They needed you for the pull the wall event so, during the skills fuck. competition where you had to take all the weights off so no, that you could pull the wall. <laughs> like you, you were needed in certain instances, but you're not needed to play flag football. That's Run why they created the skills competition so, so that you stupid. could still be the strongest guy on the field. Like, there is no victory without trench. And in the Pro Bowl, you can't show. And it, moving weights does not make you a good football player. It just doesn't. <laughs> but that's not what the Pro Bowl is about. That's what it used to be about good on good and guys playing hard. I I just I miss those days where, like, guys play football. I just missed it. They're oh, playing awful. it for 17 games a season, well, regular season now. They don't need to play the Pro Bowl. They didn't need to play the Pro Bowl back then. They were playing a 16-game regular season. It's, Things change, Matt. I think I have, everything yeah, evolves everything gets to softer, the point. That's for damn it's sure. not softer. It's safer. Think about all soft. the – Why do you think they Capital made – Capital T, soft. Wait a second. Why do you think they've made like the Nickelodeon show and the because skills? They like appeasing the fucking kitties. That's it's why it's not appeasing the kids. The only way that this sport continues to have a fan base is making sure that you're creating fans of the future. It's the same way when people say, uh, it'll always be around because that's just how it is. It's America's team. It's not going to be if you don't actually try to get people interested in the sport. You can do both though. You can do all this corny bullshit and play the game. I, there's so many skills competitions at the Pro Bowl. 
that you watch all these highlights on back in the day, the quarterbacks and the fucking target competition and all this other bull, Larry Allen doing fucking 44 reps on 225. They did all that back in the day and they played a football game because they're football players and that's what they get paid to do. So I, I just, it's, it's amazes me that like people are okay with it. I want to see Lane Johnson blocking Miles Garrett in the Pro Bowl. That would be dope. That's I, I want to see good on good. I want to see guys actually go out there and compete a little bit. Are you going to get hurt? You get fucking hurt doing anything, man. I mean, I, the amount of, I got hurt more off the field than I did on the field. I, air conditioners dropped on me and shit and got ran over by golf carts and like fucking a mosquito took me out. So <laughs> shit happens. I just, I wish that there was a more competitive game other than this rinky dink, you know, flag football game that it's entertaining. I guess the Manning brothers were funny, you know, Ray Lewis trying to act like you, you can play defense in the flag football game was kind of funny. I think you can. I think you can play football. I think you can play. De- That's the whole idea of making flag football a bigger deal I mean, is because the Olympic NFL sanctioned. It is. It's an Olympic sport and it's being integrated into high schools and colleges. And it's been more than just an intramural sport. Flag football becoming something bigger is not going to replace can we the figure NFL. Out a way to get the fat guys involved in, please. God, strap on some fucking flags and get it done. Can we get the fat people involved in the game? You can't touch anybody. You can't tackle anybody. That, that's fine, but there's some good. I mean, fuck, man. Can we get involved? Can we go like line up one of the offensive linemen at tight end and let him run some routes? Just you don't have to throw him the ball. Just give him the illusion that he's out there and like gives like the defensive linemen all think that they can play offensive skill positions. Garrett fucking team. So what? Why can't they go out and catch the passes? There is no reasonable running back who was like, "Put me on the line. I got this." Like that's not a real thing. There's there's positions that you're just uh, better at, and I think that you have to understand where your strengths are and what's going to be asked of you. In flag football, there is only the guy who snaps the ball. You can't recreate the. Well, as somebody who played all time center forever. Okay, I wanted to be involved. If we go play in one of these fucking flag football games that you guys play in where you blew out your ankle, okay? I don't like to talk about that. <laughs> and when, you know, when we go play and Mario thinks he can, like, fucking stiff arm somebody, he'll get ran over. If I, All I have to do is just play all-time center because I can't play any other positions because I might hit you're somebody. More, I you're... might hit someone so you can't play other positions. You've been told that you were more than welcome to put flags on and play, but we can't trust that you won't annihilate somebody. I can't help the fact if I muscle memory takes over and I fucking... <laughs> I like, you know, we don't have the away some motherfucker. We don't have the liability for that. <laughs> well, that sucks. I mean, everybody's got to sign a waiver if I'm going to play. Well, that you you can't sue me if I break your teeth. Goodness. Well, I want to be on your team, and you want me on your team. <laughs> you need me on your team. You want me in your alley. You don't want to be the guy walking down the alley. Why do you think I'm where I'm at? I'm Daniel over on YouTube. Uh, Daniel Turbo Quiznos. Do you remember those Quiznos ads that had those creepy little, like, squirrel guinea pig hamster the little things? ugly bastards? Those were, they're cute. Yeah, you would think they're cute. You love ugly stuff. <laughs> 
anyway, Daniel says, just goes to show you even less people in this world are built for them trenches. That's Listen, true. if I had to block anybody, I think I could honestly get a couple. Got blocked. I have allayed somebody. I that's, know where my that's... my balance is. I know where my center you of gravity is. Motherfucker at a zombie show. I'm really strong for like my frame, and I've got a little center of gravity. So like, yeah, I think I, but not a full grown man. If 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 I try to take Matt out, I, I have to hack him at the ankles. So well, I mean, you're the perfect level. I don't even have to really do. I can just slap an ear hole on you, and you're out of the way. So it, <laughs> wait, is that a blow to the side? Of yeah, I would be going for a shoulder on a dude, but. You know, your shoulder level is your level, so right there, and you're out of the way. And then who plays all-time quarterback? Do you play quarterback? Who plays quarterback? Uh, Mario. Where's going to play? Because all-time, what, he doesn't want to play? Ferg doesn't play with us, no. He knows better. Because he'll run somebody's ass over. Because <laughs> the muscle memory will take over, and he'll kill some poor bastard. It's a, like flag football's fun until you play with people that play football. That's my point. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just can you sling the ball still? Like we'll just I, put you. I can't even look left. You don't want me to throw. <laughs> no, I don't get to play. I don't. I don't want to do. This. Andre Duke has a question this that sucks. I think is interesting because the the answer is intriguing me as well. Does Matt have any fashion tips for spring coming? Fashion tips. I wear the same T-shirt like <laughs> every day, bro. I wear black on black. I have the same short. Yeah. Uh, here's a tip. Don't ask me for fashion tips. No, I, I don't know what I'm, I don't know. I thought I don't it was know. really funny. He's been really Banana active in hammock. the chat. Ooh. Ugh, these are very Not for the spring. That's more of a summer thing. I don't know if you caught um, Broncos Country Tonight the other night, but Ferg was talking about laundry and how, um, you know, separating things out. And Ooh. because I wear all black and the like, you can't mix black tones because the hoodie will get kind of like. I don't know. It'll be off black. It'll be off black. And It'll then you, you put it with like black pants and it's not the same black. And then you, you look funny. Like you got it. There's black tones you have to black, adhere no, to. Black. And I said, we were talking about laundry. And I said, well, I just, I don't own any color. So I just throw everything into the wash and everything into the dryer. And that started a conversation I was not anticipating in which I was thoughtfully and dutifully judged on Twitter because of it. Now, there were some people who came to my defense and said, yeah, I do the same thing. But also the idea that I need to separate my black clothing and then not dry it. Well, yeah, like separate. And that's the key. You should hang dry your black because then it won't fade. I know somebody that hang dries everything because the you still have to put it. In. You still have to. You still have to fluff it. The dryer is a fucking luxury that you don't need. Yeah, like the, you have to hang up a clothesline then and act like you're on Little House on the Prairie. Well, then that's the way it gets done. But I, I, I just, I'm just saying, if your dryer breaks, it's not the end of the fucking <laughs> world. <laughs> it is t- like 12 degrees outside. I think it is the well, end of yeah, the world. Yeah, it's gonna freeze out there, you know. If you hang outside during the winter, then you're just a dumbass. The dryer is not a myth. It's, it's not a, a fucking necessity. How the fuck do you dry towels then? Hang dry. Yeah, they're nice and bristly. Made out of cheese graters. Well, you just buy new ones. You just have the same on Amazon. You just buy new towels and throw the old ones away. <laughs> you just they're single use towels. Yeah. There you go. Single use towels. Perfect. Yeah, we've exactly. covered a lot of sports on this well, show. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, that's what the Pro Bowl brings you. Nothing to talk about. It was horseshit. No, it was fun. It was cool, I guess. 
it. It was inter- It was entertaining. It, it was in a way that was new to what you're Blah, used to watching. Well, with everyone being upset that, oh my God. Not tell what's everybody upset about. Well, everyone's upset that there's no football on. And so the idea, yeah, but there's no football on. And now you get to look forward to the Super Bowl. It's the whole reason there's two weeks in between is so that you can build up some anticipation. You can't have immediate, uh, just, uh, you don't get your needs met immediately. You have to like, wait for it. Yeah, I'm not good at that. I don't dig the whole waiting for shit. I just want it now. But that's okay. I'll wait till Sunday. Are you excited about the UFL? The combo of the XFL and the USFL? I feel, I'm kind of pumped about it. I think it could be cool. I, th- I love the idea that the USFL and the XFL Smart existed to... as a funneling system for the NFL because a lot of guys were able to get second chances that's from true. that. Um, also, second chances from those who were no longer able to play in the league were able to go to the USFL and the XFL. My only thing with that is I felt that the merger was handled in a very rushed way. It was kind of done out of necessity, right? You're going into bankruptcy for a second time. Both of them are failing. <laughs> well, and failing is a harsh term. I think the idea is, is that it's almost there. It's almost to the precipice that it needs to be in order to be successful. But they had to make some exceptions. So a lot of people lost their jobs. There's not all of the teams that were going to exist. It's not like they combined them all and kept everybody. So I'm a little upset that it had to work out that way. But I think it's going to be the best for the league. Uh, both of them shouldn't have tried to roll out at the same time. They should have done this to begin with, but in a money hungry atmosphere of capitalism and competition, uh, it seems like the first one to get there was going to win. I'm glad that they combined them. Um, I'm a big fan of the rock. So I, anything he's involved in, I'm going to try to support as best as possible until something weird comes out about him and then I'll stop. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but Nothing weird ever comes out about people that wrestle and have anything involved with that. I ugh, just saying. Don't want to talk. Well, listen, shit happens. What happens? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, I guess you could say that's some shit. They sold the company, so that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. McMahon's no longer a part of that. Mm. And we knew it was creepy because if you grew up in the Attitude Era, you're not shocked or surprised. So I'm just saying. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down that road. I don't want to go down that road. I can't imagine what I'll have to censor. I might have to just be hovering over the end screen button, and I think that I'm okay with that. Oh shit, man! I'm okay if we pivot off of that entirely. Now I'll tell you this: I am super excited about tonight. My son's turning 14. Okay, it's his first concert ever, and I'm taking him to see Tool, just the big guy and Biggie. And I'm like, I'm so fucking excited. I don't know what to do with myself. I really don't know what to do. Like, I just want to go to sleep until I can wake up and go rock the fucking house. And then on <laughs> Friday, we get to go rock the house again. Crosses is in town, so that's going to be a great fucking show. Uh, listen, music's important to this family, yes, so that's what we do. They, this is true. Uh, best tool song? Anima, uh, 100%. Learn to swim, motherfucker. All right. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good time. Can't wait. Let's go. What does the rest of the week look like? All right. So, tomorrow... Uh, trying to get Jensen or Mike on tomorrow. Okay, we'll see how that works out. I'll be posting on social media, giving updates. Wednesday, we've got Eric Weddle, Super Bowl champion, a good friend of mine. Thursday uh, is offensive line coach for Oklahoma Sooners, the best in the business coach, Bill uh, Beatenbaugh is going to be on the show. Creed Humphreys and Trent Williams both starting off at each other in the Super Bowl. Uh, so talk about his guys and just, you know, offensive line play in general. 
Um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so we've got a, a huge week, and on Friday, uh, we've got some some other guests that may be coming on. I'm still trying to get some people lined up, so we'll see. As a producer of this show, not knowing and figuring out right here live on Monday is always my favorite part of the week. Yeah, that's how we roll. I'm, yeah, I'm a real, I love preparation. You're just the most prepared guy there is. Well, lots I, of planning. I can't help it. I only have to listen to something once and then I remember it. Um, so I don't really take notes and prep and shit. I just kind of sit down and hit play and start talking. So huh. you remember shit, huh? Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it totally depends. There's certain things I can remember well, and then there's certain things that I just I think I choose. To forget there memory. you go selective memory so, selective yeah selective hearing selective memory these are things that most 42 year old men possess well listen before we start airing our therapy on the internet <laughs> so i'll go ahead and log us off for today but Matt, on, back. Let's have feelings time <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist remember yeah there are no feelings no, dead inside. <laughs> we'll be covering the Super Bowl and many other things the rest of this week. It'll be a fun lineup. Uh, you never know what's going to happen here on Zero to 60. We're sponsored by Bet Online. And I don't know what Matt's doing, but it looks like he's picked up some kayaking skills uh, during the time off. So, would you row? They'd have to put you in the back, here. I think, right? Well, yeah. Like as the you strength. Don't put me in the front. Of the fucking rowboat. You need somebody in the back to anchor that bitch. You put me in the front. We're the last of the Mohicans. We're definitely. They're catching us quick. The rowboat. Oh. I, is it a rowboat? Yeah, it's a rowboat. It's not a kayak. Well, Don't try to. Well, you can row. You row in a kayak. Thanks for that lesson, Captain well, Obvious. A, well, like, I think that. It's not a rowboat. No, if you're in competition, you'd be on a rowboat. Well, just because it's you row on other boats, though. You, you row, on, row on, all on just because you row on a boat rowboat. doesn't make it a rowboat. But I think but we if, were talking if about you, if, if you are rowing, then I guess it is a rowboat. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? That's just what that's totally contradictory. A rowboat could be if any rowing, boat that you it's row a on. Rowboat. Yeah, technically. If you have to row a fucking like a uh, aircraft carrier that then technically it's a fucking rowboat some kayaks are rowboats but not all rowboats are kayaks there you go all right we solved it i i don't know why we're still here i'm gonna go just run straight into the wall <laughs>